Wake up and be amazing. Grab your Daily Danish. Welcome back to turn positivity into possibility. I'm your host, Dane Boyle of daneboyle.com. Wake up and be amazing. Today's turn positivity into possibility is real and raw. Here we go. Welcome back, like I said earlier, but I want to dig in today and over the next seven episodes, it's going to be real and raw. As I record this, I'll be heading to Austin, Texas next week for a week worth of connection, inspiration, motivation, empowerment, all all the things that really drive me to be who I am and what I am. And I want to surround myself with amazing people. What I've realized recently is that although I have said that I'm going to take my whisper to a roar, I really haven't taken it to a roar. I haven't really been real and raw. It's so many things have happened that although it may seem to you, depending on who you are and how many episodes you've listened or if we met face to face or if you've been in the audience at a presentation or if you joined me in a live seminar that I'm boisterous and I'm loud and, and I have passion, which I do and I am. But my vision over the years has really gotten smaller and smaller and smaller. And I think it's because things just haven't happened as fast as I thought they would or just because I am loud and brash and, and confident and, and I have a voice that people often see that. But every time, well, in the past, not as much recently, that I get told no or I wanted to have a million followers and, you know, I have several thousand, which is fantastic. It just takes a, it puts a kink in your armor and you lose some of that confidence. And over the last 24 to 40 hours, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let that freaking happen. I preach it all the time. I coach it all the time. And I'm just going to stand up. I'm going to believe that there are men and women out there that want to age with awesomeness. They want to create the life they love, that they want to turn positivity into possibility, that they've often been knocked down. They have taken the world or the world has taken them and kicked them right in the shorts. The world has said, no, not you. Their friends, family, coworkers have said, no, not you. And they've lost their dream and their vision. They don't see themselves out in public much anymore because they've gotten older. Um, their bodies changed. Their kids are grown and gone. Their parents are getting older and maybe they, or maybe they've lost a parent. And each one of the opportunities that knocks us down, that kicks us in the teeth, really takes some of the shine off of our armor and our ring. But we have the ability and power to grow from that, to grow from that. And in 2009, I think it was, 2009. I got divorced after being married for 23 years and I literally knew I probably couldn't have named two people in my entire life and I was in my early 40s that had gotten divorced. Um, my grandparents were married close to 60 years. My parents were married at more almost 50 years by the time my dad passed away. I was raised Catholic so you just didn't get divorced. And although at the time it was definitely the right thing to do 
Um, was it hard? You best. Was it was it way more challenging than I, I thought? Absolutely. Did I have absolutely not an effing clue how much influence I had around with the people I was surrounded with? None. Zero. Nada. Now I will tell you that with influence comes responsibility, but I was completely clueless. And let me tell you, the arrows came flinging, fired, the gun shot, the explosions went off each and every day. Every day, I was just trying to keep my nose and my mouth above water so I wouldn't drown. Every day, I either didn't eat a damn thing and people would tell me that I work with it were going to buy me a pizza as I was just losing weight left and right, but not the way you want to. I would end each and every night probably sitting at a local restaurant at the bar, having a conversation, watching TV, watching a sporting event, and just wondering who in the hell I am, what the hell am I supposed to do? Now, in my head, in my head, I thought I had my shit together. I still had a big smile. I still showed up. I won't get outworked. I mean, you can watch that, I hope, every single day. Um, if I put my mind to it, it's going to happen. But I was, I was lost. I just didn't know what my purpose in life was. I no longer had that focus. I was traveling back and forth to uh, Northern California. My kid's sister lived in the Bay Area, and it's a great, amazing place, I think. I love walkable cities. It's eclectic. The vibe was really, really cool. And I could start each day at a kick-ass coffee shop. Still grab my computer then and do a work and connection. Grab my backpack. I had my sneaks on. I had uh, my headphones, and I could either listen to the city or listen to music or whatever it was. I mean, one time I can remember my sister calling me and saying, hey, do you want to meet for lunch? And I'm like, I'm over at the Presidio. And she's like, that's like 11 miles from here. I said, I ain't got nothing else to do. So I would just walk around and I didn't have a clue. Had no idea what I was doing, where I was going. Then one day I was sitting on the National Cemetery at the Presidio, looking at the Golden Gate Bridge. Whether it was my dad who passed away just slightly before the divorce or God or whatever it was, I heard the voice that said, go be bold and amazing and never apologize for who you are. So I stood up, wiped the tears from my eyes, and I said, okay, that's what I'm going to do. Now, I didn't know how the hell I was going to do it. And I still walked and I still wandered and I still dreamt and I still was like, what the hell am I going to do? I knew then, I knew then that I wanted to impact the world. And I haven't said that. You've heard me earlier um, podcast say that I wanted to start a million healthy conversations. But then in my own head and background, well, I said, well, if I had 50 people, if I had 100 people, if I had 150 people, I still have influence. I can still make my living. I can still do the things I want to do. But it's gotten quieter. That voice has gotten quieter. And as I decided to develop the voice, and even though I, I came home and, and I started to, I'd gotten remarried very, very quickly, and it was just not a very healthy uh, relationship at all. It ended pretty quickly. And I was still trying to find, you know, what is my job? I still had the same job, but I wasn't really digging it. I just lost that fire for what I was doing, and my boss knew it. He actually gave me a three-day paid vacation, told me to go to the mountain high, and 
and and speak to whomever the greater being is that I had and just what you want to do. I ended up resigning. I had saved about, I don't know, three months to six months of living the same way I was, probably a year. If I had really just battened down the hatches, I that's when I started my LLC. That's when I started doing mobile fitness, I'd go into people's homes, bought some equipment, had a pretty decent following. But I knew there was more. I wanted to do more. I later got recruited by a local wellness center. I started that and the money was good, but the position was like, allowed me to be an artist, but I had no paintbrush. I had no paint and it just squashed my creativity. And for me, creativity comes in writing, speaking, uh, video, connecting with humanity, understanding that every person, every opportunity, every conversation is special and it's putting that art into somebody else. Art is movement. Art is life. Art is breathing. Art is laughing. Art is crying. Art is love. Art is high fives. Art is our handshakes. Art is smiles or our smiles. But I didn't have any paint. I stayed there for about a year. And then one day, one day I knew it was time to go. And I walked in and resigned with no plan of action whatsoever. None. And that brings me many, many years later right here because each and every day I'm going to slow this down over the years because we've done Twitter for 140 to 160 characters or the algorithm says Facebook will only keep people for five minutes or 10 minutes, whatever it is. The talks, the speeches have gotten shorter and shorter and shorter. Well, over the next seven days, like I said, including today, every 12 minutes, including the intro and outro and all the other little gizmos and gadgets that come in, just going to share and try to be open as honest. And I don't know where it's going to go or what emotions are going to come in and how deep I'll really get. But as we go through, right, from being in the Presidio, from coming back home, from having another failed marriage, from being miserable, from being unhappy to now and saying, okay, I want to have a a million healthy conversations. Well, I'm going to tell you right here where I am right here, right now, and aging with awesomeness, creating the life we love, turning positivity into possibility, empowering trailblazers to realize they're born to roam. I want to empower one million men and women, 40 and over, to ultimately age with awesomeness, create the life they love, turn positive into possibility, remember to live their life they have while they build a life for their dreams each and every day. And there are five foundations of that. And it's the five Fs. It's family, friends, fitness, finances, and faith. Now, I'm going to talk over the next several days. I'm actually going to do podcasts on each and every day while I'm in Austin at that retreat, talking about that day and the emotions of that day to let you understand who I am and who the delivery is, who the coach is, so that I can empower you to take some of my spirit, my drive, my hurt, my pain, so that you don't have to have it, live it, love it, or learn it, and that you'll want to join in the million lives that are going to age with awesomeness create the life they love, and turn positivity into possibility. I'll be back tomorrow. Let's get real and let's get raw. Go be amazing.